0: and all patriots. It's time for the Signal 50 podcast where we talk about the hard truth about today's current events.
1: Good afternoon everybody. Welcome to the Signal 50 podcast for June 14th 2022 with your hosts Alpha and Bravo. Bravo my good friend how are you doing
0: this summer day? I am fine. Uh, The weather is great. The sun is out and uh, not as humid as where you are but that's okay yeah it's pretty
1: it's just awful
0: <laughs> it's misery just, index it's just
1: like the economy oh the misery index is very very high in the uh in the mid atlantic right now we have uh you know our our typical summer uh generally speaking we've had a really kind of nice stretch of weather cool at night you know warm during the day low humidity kind of stuff some storms coming and going but uh yeah summer is definitely set in and it is just it it's swamp ass outside basically. Yes. Very uncomfortable feeling. It you know people don't don't realize that this area like Maryland we, this is the south, right? Uh it it's like diet south. It's not like south south, but it's still considered the south and it gets really hot here in the summertime.
0: Really hot. I believe the Mason-Dixon line is somewhere around you. Yes, it's at the Pennsylvania,
1: basically Pennsylvania Maryland uh line. We're mm. south of the uh Mason-Dixon line, so mm. it's Pretty, pretty hot, and I know where you are. It uh it's perpetual winter most of the time, but <laughs> in the summertime not it gets really, not quite Alaska, but not actually. quite, but it gets pretty hot up there in the summertime too. So, anyhow, everybody, thank you very much for joining us. Welcome back to the Signal Fifty Podcast. Sorry, we haven't put out a lot of content lately. We got really, really busy over the last uh, couple of weeks with some career stuff going on. So, we're we're working through some issues there. So, you know, hey, we just welcome again and you're just listening to two lifelong friends just you we're just letting you in on our weekly conversations daily sometimes conversations about uh, current events and 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 the events surrounding the day and uh, we welcome you to join us and uh you can catch us on twitter we're going to put the link in the show notes we, we're doing twitter now which is something uh, a river i never thought we'd cross right bravo
0: well yeah but i right now uh i thought musk was going to walk away but now Twitter has given, handed over all of the metadata that is, is going on with it. And uh, who knows what's going to happen? But it seems like uh, they were throttling the whole system. So there may be a new offer coming soon.
1: Could be very, very interesting when they find out that Twitter is 90% BS. 90% BS. That's correct. Exactly. Great. You know, it's like five people sitting in their basements eating Hot Pockets. <laughs> Yeah, it is what it is. Uh, You know, we're up on Getter uh, at Bravo Golf 592 and at Alpha Sierra 288. We'll put those uh, links in the show notes as well. So you can find us over on Getter. I'm still not on Truth Social. You know, Bravo is on Truth Social. I'm, I'm, I'm social media hesitant.
0: Mm. A lot of things keep track of.
1: It's okay. too much. It's just too yeah. much. We have to find a way to automate the process. But uh, you know, we do have a Telegram page. You can find us at Signal Fifty uh, on Telegram. We have a chat and a a posting page where we post uh, some stories and some official updates from us. So,
0: well, just remember, Alpha. I don't want to automate anything because that's how Twitter got themselves in trouble with bots. So,
1: well, I'd, I'd like a bot where we could just post content to one place and it goes. And it's no, done to the yeah. other places. You know, because the paycheck from this is not uh, not great, right?
0: Well, we you know we don't do it for the money. No. We do it to pursue the hard truth. Yes. yes. Regarding today's current events. Absolutely.
1: So, anyhow, uh, without further ado, there's a lot going on, obviously. Uh <laughs> it just
0: it's never horrible. ending dumpster fire. It's it's
1: horrible out there, isn't
0: it? I mean, it it's is. just
1: is it is it as bad as I think it is?
0: Well, it's perception, but I think perception is uh very close to reality these days. Uh, especially when it comes down to uh, what's happening with our kids, with our fuel costs, with the, with the everything. So in the quick hits, let's, why don't we, why don't we just jump in here? So June is gay pride month and uh, it's a transfer. There's a very strange transformation that's occurred. What once was a way to advocate for uh, gay and lesbian rights, you know, the civil unions, which I'm all for, uh, it turns into it started dragging in bisexuals, which I don't know how you. I don't. Yeah, man. that that gets a little into the gray zone, and then totally into the into the opposite end of the spectrum is transgenderism, which the Democrats have have linked into this, which I don't think belongs there, Alpha. I really don't, and here's the reason why: uh, transgenderism is not, you know, a, a, a you know man, man, and man forming a couple or a woman and a woman forming a couple it's it's um in my opinion transgenderism you're changing your sex which you can't change it comes down to genetics right down to the xx and the xy chromosome and the, the democrats for some reason has latched on to this and it's making it it's making it uh a completely a wedge issue and what right. you're seeing now is they're forcing uh our youth to be. Uh, basically uh, indoctrinated into this this narrative instead of learning about math, reading, and you know, and 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 yeah, it's things they should be learning about. It's about an alternative
1: lifestyle that you know has really you know. Look, I've got a lot of I've got a lot of gay friends um, yep. and and some relatives that uh, are are gay, mm-hmm. um, and that's fine. And you know, it's fine. You know, they do their the Gay Pride Month, and you know, it's fine to get. Everybody should be accepted in society, you know, regardless of your sexual orientation. I, I don't care about any of that. What you do in your bedroom behind closed doors is is pretty much your business. And gay pride was a way for everyone to, you know, get an understanding of that community and for them to feel included in, in, in society, which mm-hmm. great. I think it's transitioned into something that's just not recognizable from what it was.
0: And it's actually destructive. And and I, th-
1: and I think it, it might very well be very destructive, and I think it's a little bit, uh, a little alarming uh, when the people that started this movement, the gay pride movement, pretty much have been pushed out by a fringe element mm-hmm. within that, uh, you know, parallel to that community. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the gay folks that are, you know, part of the that community are really pushed out and it's mm-hmm. it's been just kind of co-opted by this very strange movement. I don't know, we're going to have to keep an eye on that. I mean, everybody sees it, it's out there. Don't want to belabor the point. It's just it's just turned into something I'm not sure it was ever meant to be. Mm-hmm. Um so it's just it's a little
0: hard to and and a hard, everyone hard to level it. Hard to level everyone it. needs to be watched on the lookout to make sure your kids are not part of these youth drag shows at school. That is just that is outrageous in my opinion and it doesn't oh, yeah. belong in school. Um,
1: oh, this, this, that, that, that whole, that whole issue, that's a whole separate issue. I mean, mm -hmm. what's being taught in schools, but anyhow, you know, Hey, listen, you know, we're, we're hot off the heels of a couple of mass shootings here. And we just had another one, uh, in the state of Maryland out, uh, out near West Virginia border, uh, not too long ago here, a few days ago where a guy goes, uh, into work, works a shift, goes into the break room, with a gun and kills 3 coworkers. co-workers. Uh, mm-hmm. So, you know, we're, we're having a lot of these incidents going on and there's a lot of issues surrounding it. And, you know, you got, you know, the celebrity crowd comes out of the woodworks and you, know, you got Matthew McConaughey and he, he made some good points about psychology. And, it, you know, it's it just never really works out when you want to take away good people's rights to solve a smaller problem.
0: Well then, uh, he yeah. The first part of his talk was great. I mean, he talked yeah. about psychology and how how much he was hurt, and he's from that area. He's from oh, uh, that
1: was from Uvalde, yeah, that's, Uvalde.
0: That's and, one, yeah. But, okay, but then he started reading off the the script, and he got the numbers wrong, and it, it and I I saw this, and I said, why is Matthew McConaughey doing this? Because you can't have the press secretary do it, right? And Matthew no. McConaughey is not a part of the government. Of course, Biden stumbles over his words. He can't get a, a word out at win uh, edge wise. So here you go. Bring in Ma- Matthew McConaughey, who speaks very well. He's an actor. He's not a dummy. The-
1: he's, a, he's a smart guy and yeah. he's likable and he's relatable, um, you know, but that for, that the, for the most part. part. <laughs> well, it, it did. And, and I think it's pretty bad when you got to break out the Hollywood celebrities to go into the fucking the press room there and uh, to have a press conference. I I think it's pretty bad when you've got to do that. I mean, it's, it's just, it's terrible. There, there's just no logic behind what they're doing and and taking away people's civil rights, you know, uh, you know, constitutional rights is not going to solve the problem. It it just never has, you know, we've tried all this stuff. The assault weapons ban of 94 magazine capacities, you know, enhanced background checks. You know, they talk about a gun show loophole. There is no such thing. It's just, it's just an emotional plea for a response. You know, everybody's in a big rush to do something and okay. they are and look at And going and on. Then they are and yes they're coming out with some uh they passed the uh, pass the house and the senate's got a compromise bill on gun control which is which is all bs okay that's it's right. it's all bs because there's no super magnet that's going to come out of the sky and take away all the guns it just isn't going to
0: happen and people are not going to hand them over because we've no. learned from Australia, New Zealand, England we're not giving them nope sorry not sorry
1: not sorry one little bit. It just nope. is what it is. So I mean, there's red flag laws out in the country, and, and I think that's fine. But these red flag laws, if if you go ahead and you are just some kind of liberal wacko or somebody who just has a grudge against somebody and you file a false report against somebody and they lose their constitutional rights because there's basically no due process behind a red flag law, it's right. a judge writing an order. And these judges that are going to write these orders better be very serious about what they're doing.
0: Well, the problem is, what's the recourse and what's the process to get your rights back? That it's, that it's even tens a...
1: of thousands of dollars and and hundreds of hours, and the only people that are going to get rich are lawyers, and there's no guarantees of success. So you could get screwed by somebody that's holding a grudge against you for no reason. That's right. For a political but, purpose.
0: That's why I'm against red flag laws.
1: I'm com- well, I'm I'm against them.
0: And we, well,
1: we've, we can go on with this for hours, but we've done a terrible job of mental health in this country well, over that, the past 30 years.
0: Mental health and, and stop worrying about gun control right now. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Let's uh, just hand out more pills and psychotropic medications without counseling. That's a good idea.
0: Talked about that last show. Everyone, yep. check out episode 86 and we'll do a whole discussion on that.
1: Right. And there's some Supreme Court rulings that have come out and some district court rulings, circuit court rulings that have come out, that anything they do with mad capacity or purchase age, it's all been deemed unconstitutional through the courts anyways. So they can legislate anything they want, but the courts have the final say in this society, and they've already said that that doesn't fly.
0: And there's a big decision coming out this week. That's Um, right. I think they are waiting to the last minute because they they, they don't want to be anywhere near Washington, D.C. when this comes out. I don't blame them yeah it's getting bad
1: it's getting really bad and that's political violence that
0: that's unacceptable
1: right uh new york state rifle and pistol club versus bruin is coming out and that's going to go ahead and put a dent in just about everybody's underpants uh <laughs> because clarence thomas is uh writing the, the um ah. opinion the majority opinion
0: so that ought to be interesting uh, uh is yeah, coming well out here's too. here's something else that the government's responsible for and they will not blame anyone but everyone else is gasoline keeps going up oh yeah and biden comes out and blames putin and oh yeah trump and our you know europe and uh, oh i'm done he he's he is he is so out of it he can't even he, he the guy doesn't know how to take responsibility for himself now he comes out and when his handlers come up with this idea of let's let's put ethanol that's already ten percent in gasoline. Everyone, it's in it's in the gasoline at ten percent. You're gonna you're gonna basically take corn that we could eat, and now you're gonna put it into our gas tanks, which we're in a food shortage right now. Last time <laughs> we checked, yep. um, But ethanol is bad for your car. I don't run it in my small engines. My my lawnmowers, my lawn tractor. Uh, I pay the extra money to get non-ethanol ethanol gasoline. Um, the higher octane non-ethanol, the stuff you put in boats and people that have boats is are really feeling it right now. It's like five something a gallon. Um, and uh, I want to have to refill my six now. Yeah. Six,
1: six thirty two for ninety three octane ethanol free premium.
0: Here. Uh, anyway, but I refuse to put it into my my lawnmowers because I've had to rebuild carburetors like you wouldn't believe. Well. There's someone that has a bright idea which is not that bright and it's very dim in my opinion. That ethanol at 15% would be a great idea. Well, uh, let me warn everyone. We talked about cars the last show also. Uh, it's bad for cars. Period. It's not well good for unless car. the car
1: is specifically designed to run on E85 gasoline fuel. I
0: wasn't. I was talking about my car. <laughs>
1: your car. Well, unless your car is specifically designed for E85, and and I will I would venture a guess. I don't have any real facts to back this up, but.
0: Oh, I do. It's called
1: it's called a flex fuel vehicle. Okay. Yes,
0: the eighty five percent ethanol, and then that 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 fuel has been kind of fallen out of favor. By the way,
1: that's at right least It's in this area. Very inefficient.
0: It's inefficient. It doesn't give you the same quote bang for the buck. In no, other words, the not. gasoline and the octane, and the you know like I noticed, uh, I've done a study uh, before gas prices went through the roof. I would I would put the low test stuff in my car with had ten percent ethanol, and I put the premium in. And, and this is during the Trump times when I can afford it. And the Trump, uh, uh, the, excuse me, the, uh, higher octane ethanol free. I got more miles per gallon than I did for the ethanol 10%. Now what's going to happen is 15% ethanol is going to be required in fuel, which is a bad idea all around.
1: It'll and, destroy the cars. It's yes, not, it's not going to work.
0: Engines don't do well. Cars are designed. They say they're designed for 15, but eh, That's no, they're not. They're not. My my
1: vehicles are not designed for uh E eighty five type fuel.
0: Right. No 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 fifteen no E eighty five is eighty five percent ethanol.
1: No 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 E eighty five is fifteen percent ethanol. Eighty five percent fuel. Is it? Yes. Oh okay. My mistake. mistake. Yes, it's okay. I'm I'm the car (laughs) nut. I, I I get it. I thought it was 85%. Well, you uh, can't even, you can't even, you can't even find E85 hardly anymore. A lot of these guys that run these little tuner cars, they're mm -hmm. going crazy because they can't find E85 because those cars are tuned to run on E85. They make more horsepower, blah, blah, blah. But here's the deal with e 85. Yes, it might be a dollar, a dollar and a quarter, a gallon cheaper than a 10% fuel. Mm -hmm. Okay. However. You don't get the mileage out of it. It's a false economy. Yet Mm-mm. again, it's a false economy. Is it cleaner? I, I don't know. Who cares? I, it doesn't matter. Mm. It does not. It, it does not have the amount of what? What's the uh, what's the word
0: that I'm looking for here? Efficiency.
1: Well, it's efficiency. It's uh, potential energy.
0: Ah, yes, yes, yes.
1: It does not contain the same amount of potential energy as a gallon of regular gasoline.
0: Okay. Yeah. Uh, see, so, I always stayed away from the E85 because I knew it didn't go well in my car, period.
1: So. Oh, it won't. It won't work in your car. It'll destroy your car, basically. Yeah. It'll, That's it'll why I don't put it in Blow it there. up. It's not a good thing. But anyhow, you know, were, we're scratching our head for answers. We're blaming everybody else. We're on our way to Saudi Arabia to beg them to pump more fuel, pump more oil out of the ground now. Apparently, Biden's on his way to the Middle East here really soon. Uh what happened to American energy independence?
0: Well, you know, I, I'm going to move this up a little bit because I think it belongs in this uh, this uh, time zone here. Kid Rock came out with a tweet that I think is um, 100% on topic with this discussion we're having right now, Alpha. Domestic oil is the new ivermectin. You can't have it because it would dissolve, uh, the, or, excuse me, resolve the crisis that we need you to go through. So, bingo. Thank you, Kid Rock. You love his music, exactly. I'm, I started loving his music lately, not when it first came out. But anyway, <laughs> um, ivermectin. This is this is the same thing. You can't have it. You cannot have ivermectin because it would cure. It would occur, cure COVID. And anyone out there who says hey, it was going to kill you and cause heart problems, eh, it does not. And we can tell you about this some other time. But <laughs> yep. I can tell you personally that domestic oil drilling, drill baby drill. Is the new ivermectin? Thank you, Kid Rock. So there absolutely,
1: you, you know it's pretty amazing. We turned, uh, you know, everything turned around when we became an importer of energy instead of a uh, exporter, right? You yeah. can notice the prices. You can notice the price of consumer goods. Remember what we said a few shows ago? Wait until the gallon of milk is eleven dollars a gallon, right? Yep. And we're 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 heading there very very quickly. You know, the price of fuel as the price of fuel escalates, the price of consumer goods goes up uh, exponentially.
0: So, there you. How do,
1: how do you get your food? Uh,
0: diesel trucks. <laughs> Seven dollars a gallon for diesel. Uh, it's it's got to end. We got to get the this election is not going. Uh, uh, whoever told Biden that this would work for him, uh, keep doing it because it's not going to work, and we're going to have a huge red wave. But we got to make sure we vote and watch oh, the elections. We're, we're all way.
1: paying that. We're all paying a very very steep price for this man's hubris and this. Climate agenda that they seem to be uh, going down in this. It's a World, World
0: Economic Forum. All it's, 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 yep. it, this yeah. is what it is. World Economic Forum. Everyone, Green New Deal and uh, the the Great Reset. Everyone, this is true, and they're they're and Biden's all in on it, and I'm not all in. I'm all out of it. So let's let's show them why we're not into it.
1: Well, they really have, you know, stepped on the accelerator pedal, pardon the pun, uh, on their plans because, you know, they had a pause for four years. Imagine how bad things would be right now had Hillary Clinton won the election. Oh, imagine how, how imagine how bad things would really be right now. Trump was the wall that the, the wave hit and he broke the wave. That's right. Uh, eight years of Obama and then you would have had four years of Hillary, probably four more. Uh, we would be. I have no idea where we'd be right now, but it would, uh, it'd be bad. It'd be really, really bad. So anyhow, we're going to move on, you know, look back to the point. I have a friend of mine from, uh, from Minnesota and he used to have an expression, whenever you're burning food for fuel, you're in a really bad spot. Hmm. And that's what they're going to do, and that's we're we're already going to have a food crisis in this country coming mm-hmm. up in the next four to six months. So it's really bad. Wait till those harvest numbers come out. Wait till the wait wait, wait until you see the price of a bushel of shell corn.
0: Mm.
1: Wait until you see the price of a bushel of corn. Yeah, it, it's going to blow your mind.
0: And I think that's you know that well uh, the economy is on the precipice of, dis- of destruction. Everyone, I mean, th- there's. Uh, uh, everything's going, going, uh, to, there's a large storm it's here. We're right now. Uh, the stock market's going down. Crypto's yeah. going down. Precious metals are going down. Food is going up. Prices are going up. Uh, wages are not matching, uh, what we need to pay for all this stuff. People are getting, are going to be going into bankruptcy. I mean, this is totally 100% Biden's fault and he needs to be held. Oh
1: yeah. Oh yeah, it's it's really bad, and and you know we have an election coming up, and uh, it's just it's just amazing to me. Um, they don't have the ability to change course. They're so deeply bought into this, and they thought that everything was going to go well, and everybody was going to buy into this crap. Well, people are hurting, and when you sit down and we 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 think about economics, economics is all around the dinner table, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, when when people are sitting there saying. Geez, you know, um, last month I paid, you know, a dollar, a dollar nine for a pound of pasta. Yeah. Now I'm paying two dollars and ten cents a pound for a pound of pasta. I don't under this, you know. It's it's clear. I mean, it, it becomes really obvious how bad a situation we're in when your cost of dinner go doubles, regardless right. of how expensive or inexpensive you choose to eat or don't eat. When those prices start doubling, you start noticing. That's right. You go to the grocery store and you go, oh, well, you know, uh, yikes. Yeah. And you're not like eating, you know, we're not eating uh, tomahawk ribeyes every night for dinner, right? We don't do that kind of thing, okay? We don't eat like that, but you feel it. People are feeling it. The price of a pork butt used to be 89 cents a pound.
0: Yep. No, well, it's not anymore.
1: Three dollars a pound last time I checked. Yeah, tripled, more than tripled. It's crazy. So I don't know. You you got a lot of stuff going on. The uh, cryptos are down. Precious metals are down. The stock market is incredibly volatile. We said this a long time ago. If you wanted to be smart, you might want to get your money out of your out of the market. Call your 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 fund manager for your 401k and put everything into a uh, a money market account just to protect it from the market drop. I hope you did. If you didn't, the price of your, the value of your 401k has probably gone down about 30 or 40%.
0: Well, once it goes, once it hits rock bottom, then you buy again. Correct. That's something to remember if you're, if you're, or you have the opportunity to do what they call dollar cost averaging. And again, I'm not a financial advisor, but this is something that I learned about a long time ago. (laughs) Dollar cost averaging, you know, you buy in the lows and you sell at the highs or, you're just holding on to it cuz it's part of your retirement fund. You just want to make sure that the funds that they're buying, you're not buying BlackRock, you're not buying China funds, that kind of stuff. You just got to be careful what what you're investing in. But um the last time that we went through all this uh was Obama in 2008. Yeah. And it went down and then it recovered in 3 years. So, you know, we can get there again. Uh it's just a matter of uh being smart with your money and working with your financial planners. So
1: Yep. Like I said, like I said months and months and months ago on this program, keep an eye on things. There's going to be a crash coming. The crash is here. My I I, I pulled everything out of the market. I pulled every penny yep. out of the market into a money market and I sheltered it. I'm not making any gains, but I didn't lose anything.
0: Right. right? But the problem is inflation the amount of money it takes and the amount of money that you have is not going to go as far as you would like it to until we get back into the, the you know, the inflation rates come down. Well, so I hope,
1: this, I hope this whole situation opens everybody's eyes in this country and we become a, and we turn things around. I mean, it's not right. too
0: late. We're we're not dead yet. We're we're on the ropes, but
1: we're 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 far from dead. We're Americans. Yeah. We're tough. We can make it through this. We so, just a worst. couple
0: of things also to keep in your minds. Uh, since we're in the quick hits section, still legal immigration continues. Oh uh, yeah, and uh, <laughs> uh, it's just uh, uh, there. There's a huge uh, twelve thousand person. Uh, collaboration with Mexico and and the Biden administration to get them across and not make it look like uh, Del Rio, like it was last year. And they're still showing up in your backyard. So until this ends, until we get a handle on this uh, Biden, it's all on you. And I wish, uh, I wish you well. And the investigations are going to come when the Republicans take control and you are going to get hauled in front of a committee that will show you how it's run the right way. Because right now this January sixth, oh, um, clown show, which clown. is really what it is, primetime yes. clown show, uh, is a ah. huge distraction. They're they're arresting people like Navarro, who is an economist who who decided not to cooperate with this clown show, and they're trying to make an example of it. It's backfiring in their face because now he's 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 fighting them and calling them out for their their hypocrisy and their lies and their deceit. So. Again, hold on everyone. Get your popcorn ready cuz it's going to be interesting to watch.
1: Yeah, it's really terrible. It's just awful stuff. You know, hey listen, you know, we're going to move on to block A of the show. You know, yep. everybody <sighs> Okay. We've always maintained that political violence of any kind is uncalled for. It's it's just once you go down that road, you can never go back.
0: And unfortunately right now, everyone is still protesting in front of uh, f- officials' houses. People are still uh, not listening to the reason and they think that they're going to change someone's mind. <laughs> well,
2: yeah,
1: it, that, that it's pretty amazing. Work. It doesn't work. And you had a guy who showed up, you know, in the, in the neighborhood in, uh, you know, Chevy Chase, Maryland or Potomac area, Maryland, uh, where Brett Kavanaugh lives. And the guy was, he had a plan that he was going to kill Brett Kavanaugh
0: and, yeah, and he even had tools yeah. to break in and torture and, and oh, yeah. Yeah. tie people up and, But what was he, you know, if it wasn't for the U S marshals standing in the driveway of, of his house and the, the, this person all of a sudden comes to his senses or, you know, he turns himself in and, and confesses the whole thing, but what would have happened? What if if he didn't? What if he didn't?
1: What if there was more than one of them? What if it was a coordinated attack on those marshals and they were able to get into Brett Kavanaugh's
0: house? Yeah, this is scary stuff, everyone. It's well, a, this is political
1: oh, yeah. this is political violence. This is this is an insurrection.
0: Mm-hmm. You are you are
1: using violence to or or the threat of violence to go ahead and and to sway politics. Right. Okay. And and to sway the judicial branch of this country. This is an insurrection. Where's the yeah. investigation?
0: Uh crickets. Oh. Crickets. Crickets.
1: This it's is all really weird. bad.
0: This is really bad stuff. It's and it's unacceptable, by the way. Totally, completely
1: unacceptable. unacceptable. To, uh, if it were, if it were somebody on the on our side or a a more conservative leaning side, uh, doing the same thing, we'd say the same thing. It's unacceptable. Right. You c- once you go down the road of violence, you can never take it
0: back. Right.
1: Violence is not acceptable at all.
0: No, but it's 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 a it's a card that the left is playing. And for some odd reason, I can't explain this alpha. Maybe you can help me understand this. Why is it that they feel that violence is okay if they're doing it? And why is violence okay when it's done against a conservative? And when it's part of the, the, the loudest part, it's not a, it's not the, I'm not going to say majority, but it's the loudest component of the, of the news right now. So, so, you have to start looking outside of this to answer this question. You know, why is violence acceptable? The, the press is allowing it to happen. The president and his administration has not come out and, and totally put this down and said, stop it. You have Congress. Oh, no,
1: to the contrary, to the contrary, Bravo. They're, they're actually encouraging it.
0: No, that's what I'm saying. They have not come out and said, stop this nonsense and said they're encouraging it. You're right. Yep. Uh, you have Schumer saying falling out Gorsuch and Kavanaugh saying you will reap the the whirlwinds. What does that mean? Uh, that's a threat in my book. That and is
1: absolutely a threat. That is absolutely a threat. And just
0: in, because and... it's said in the well of the Senate or outside on the Senate you know property or whatever, hey, he's that's a dog whistle. Everyone, that's a true dog whistle. Right? Words matter. Words matter. Statements matter, and people are listening because they they are not thinking for themselves and everything else we were talking about, the psychology, the wanting to belong, the, the inability to discern and to, to make proper choices and set goals. All of it has been swept away. And what, what they're doing now is they're trying to fit in by doing what leader supposed leaders, they're really not leading that well, alpha, I'll be honest with you to do these kind of things. That's why, in my opinion, this is happening. Well, they're enabling
1: a mob. It's a it, they're yes. they're 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 inciting a mob to violence, and and I have news for you. I'm I'm really concerned because mm-hmm. we're we're kind of reaching the deadline for Supreme Court decisions to be released. They're well, they're, they're so, waiting for the
0: last minute. Let me tell you. <laughs>
1: well, I'm sure that's probably right. I mean, yeah. absolutely, I would too, um, if I were them. But I, I'm I'm glad I, I I'm. I'm glad that Roberts wasn't swayed by events and and this this leak uh to release his decision prior to their schedule. You know. I don't um, know. Well,
0: Roberts is still a wimp.
1: I, I, I think there's some issues with him that we'll get into in another program. But right. um that being said, I I'm glad that they weren't influenced and they didn't rush it. A lot of people say, well just put the decision out already. I understand the whole tear the band-aid off and just get it over with theory. I get that. But mm-hmm. you know what on the other hand there's principles. Right. And there's a schedule. And I will not be intimidated. I'm going to do things the way that we do things and we're not going to violate we're not going to alter our tradition because of what you've done. Because Maybe maybe it
0: was a reverse psychology play. You just called him out on it. Alpha, I think I think now that I think about it, I was kind of on the fence or the side where hurry up and get this over with so that but that would have encourage more of these type of leaks and to, to encourage right uh, quick decisions or, and it would have disrupted the system and the, the process. We come back to due process.
1: Can, can you imagine, can you imagine being in that? Look, no matter what you think of the guy, no I right. What you think of Roberts or, or the court in general. Can you imagine being in that guy's shoes and that leak comes out on something as, as, politically hot potato is is what had happened the road yeah. thing. can you imagine him sitting and getting that news getting that phone call Can you imagine that being like oh god yeah. you know just being like put your head in your hands and go oh geez <laughs> I, you
0: know it's like what now i mean i don't you know, in the end he made the right decision not to I, not to put it out there i i
1: agree i i think yeah. he made the right decision but I'm really worried about when that decision does finally get dropped as to the reaction that's going to take place. Because well, nobody, I, nobody's, nobody's tempered the water at all. Nobody's cooled these people off.
0: And, no, as, but the problem of, is they, they, want repeat, ginned up. they want repeat of summer of 2020 again. Oh, because absolutely. There's an election coming. Okay. Oh, and sure. they want the narrative and they want people to say all oh, this violence, but there's not President Trump in the office to blame this. And I think right now. Who's going to stop it? I mean, is 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 Biden going to stop it or is there orders in place to stop it on the local level? Is the local level going to do what they're supposed to? We were talking about this earlier, the difference between states rights and the federal system. Now, President Trump did not go in there full force with the military and put down what was going on in Portland and Chicago and New York City. And,
1: yeah, where they laid siege to a federal courthouse for months yeah. and months and months.
0: The only thing he defended oh. was Washington DC because that was technically, you know, the mayor was not really it, it was the federal it's under the federal jurisdiction from what I understand. But
1: well, in in part, yes. In part,
0: um, but the federal buildings were what what President Trump was defending. Correct. But that and he was showing how it's done, but the problem was the states rights issue and that's the way it should be. President Trump was not impeding on that, but everyone saw that those quote peaceful protests unquote were not so peaceful and they were extremely violent, and I don't really think it may have had some effect on the election. I don't think so. I think the media had everyone you know they suppressed the Biden um, laptop from hell. They did a whole bunch of other things that that caused the, and and the voting regulations and the the laws that were changed all of a sudden. That's what caused the election to go the wrong way in terms of the, easy, the, the, the way it was easy to cheat. Well, I'm
1: right. Right, right, But, but, but,
0: but we, what I'm saying is this time around, no one's going to tolerate people's houses being destroyed and walked into. Uh, and they're going to show what, the real reason why we're not giving up our guns this time around. Well, I, I hope
1: it doesn't come to that. You know, violence is the last last thing on anybody's mind here. But what I'm getting worried about is I, I live really close to the action. Okay, mm-hmm. I live too close, and I'm just concerned about how bad this could get. Mm-hmm. I mean, the the temperature is so high, and and like like I said before, nobody has done anything to turn down the wattage, mm-hmm. and it just keeps getting amplified and amplified and amplified. It's, it's going to be a bad scene. Mm. It's going to be bad no matter what happens agree. here. Yeah. And it's just, it's going to be unpleasant and it's uncalled for. Mm-hmm. And it, it's time to, it's time to, for everybody to take a beat.
0: Well, hopefully in the, uh, <laughs> we're, we're starting to see the, uh, the lack one of the, one of the, one of the legs of this three-legged stool of uh, disaster that Biden's <laughs> running, uh, in terms of uh, justices and DAs allowing this, oh, yeah. this rampant crime to keep going, I believe uh, we're, we're, we've seen our first shot heard across the world. Well,
1: we, we have. Okay, so look, um, why? what's going on in the world, right? Why is, the, you know, we're, we're relating back. Mm-hmm. Why is crime out of control? Mm. Well, because over the last couple of years, the court systems, the police, and everybody else, it's been a revolving, a compl- not that it wasn't before, but now it is a complete revolving door justice system. Okay, mm-hmm. yep. And you've got a lot of activist judges, and you've got a lot of activist DAs that have been you know, promoted by Soros and blah, 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 blah. Okay. So we all understand that. Mm-hmm. All right. So there's a story out of Loudoun County, Virginia, and we've got a piece of video that we're going to play for you where basically we'll we'll talk about it after we play the video and those of you on or just listening to us on audio listen very carefully we'll go over the story okay so go ahead and roll that footage Which
2: we start tonight with a fox 5 exclusive a loudon county judge has removed the commonwealth's attorney's office from a criminal case attorneys and legal experts i've talked to say they have never seen this happen before The judge accuses the Commonwealth's attorney's office of deliberately misleading the court and the public, trying to get a plea deal for a burglary suspect. Kevin Enrique Valle is accused of two burglaries in Loudoun County. But in seeking the deal, the judge says the prosecutor left out that this man is accused of a 12 burglary crime spree spanning four Virginia counties. The judge says the prosecutor misrepresented the facts to try to get the six-month plea deal. His order says Commonwealth's attorney Buda biberai and her office are now removed and disqualified from the case.
0: For a judge to disqualify an entire prosecutor's office, it rarely happens. And um, the judge um, basically reached the conclusion that either the prosecutor's office was ill-prepared
1: and therefore they shouldn't handle the case because they weren't doing the job they should do or they deliberately were trying to mislead the court.
2: We've told you about concerns over how Bibari is prosecuting cases with one former attorney in her office telling me Bibari pushes for leniency. Bibari hasn't responded to my request for comment on this new case and has refused to schedule an interview with me for months now. The judge on the case is James Plowman, the former Commonwealth's attorney for Loudoun County. He's also recused himself from the case and says it will be prosecuted in Fauquier County. More details on this exclusive story on Fox 5.
1: Good for the judge.
0: (laughs) That's awesome.
1: It's not awesome, because this Bibberi is the same person who went after parents that were mad at the Loudoun County schools over, uh, prosecuted a father whose daughter was raped in the bathroom by a transgender student.
0: Okay. Okay, I'm glad to see things are moving the way they should finally. Well, that that is so awesome.
1: That's justice. That is that is a judge who has got his head in the game and Mm -hmm. who is tired of of the the B.S. Okay, Mm -hmm. so that is an example of, you know, you've got this kid who's accused of 12 felony break ins throughout Mm -hmm. counties in there in Virginia. This is a career criminal. He's a kid, right. but he's a career criminal. He's a felon. He is a dangerous felon. When does he graduate from uh, residential burglaries to violent crime? Right. The minute or his someone his in a Or, well, or the it? minute. Exactly. The minute he's interrupted in a burglary, it turns from a burglary to a robbery right. and to either a homicide or this kid gets himself killed by a, 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 a homeowner. Okay. Right. So she concealed those facts from the court. Mm She's been disqualified by the judge. Now, a story came out late last night while we were producing this show and putting everything together that the the Commonwealth Attorney, the the overall Commonwealth's Attorney for the state of Virginia, the State Attorney General, mm-hmm. his office is going to be prosecuting this case. It is lenient prosecutions and a revolving door justice system that is continually causing problems and violence and repeat offense. And rampant crime, if there's no penalty for committing a felony, what's to stop you from committing a felony?
0: Nothing. Exactly.
1: Now, that being said, we have another story that I want to talk about here real quick, and we're going to have a little discussion about it afterwards. Mm -hmm. A little more somber. Out on the eastern shore of Maryland is a little county called Wacomico County. It's out by Ocean City, Maryland. It's kind of if you've ever been to the eastern shore of Maryland, when you get out towards the east, it's it's a really interesting geographic and environmental, and and it's 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 a very different place. It's a very cool place. It's for the most part, very conservative place. Uh Wacomaco County Sheriff's Deputy was killed in the line of duty by a felon on pretrial released for an armed robbery that he committed in Baltimore in 2019. Change Annapolis brought us this story. It's a Facebook page that uh, I, I got access to. And let me read you their story. Once again, Maryland's soft on crime policies contribute to to more crime. And in a sad and devastating fashion, the man who shot and killed Wacomico County Sheriff's Deputy Glenn Hilliard on Sunday night not only has multiple outstanding warrants spanning several jurisdictions, but has been serving a probation before judgment sentence for a 2019 armed robbery in Baltimore City. That probation before judgment meant that this violent criminal was on the streets, on the run, and in a position to kill a sheriff's deputy who was just trying to do his job and get home to his wife and children. Instead of being behind bars, the criminal was out on the streets. The byproduct of years of treating criminals like children is more criminals on the streets. There's no other way around it. I agree completely. Mm -hmm. The suspect, Austin Jacob Allen Davidson committed an armed robbery in Baltimore in 2019, he got a sweetheart deal, and was released on the streets and racked up a long list of charges since. Could you please put up the uh, card of this? It's there. You know, okay, yeah. great. Maryland's criminal justice system repeatedly fails to hold these violent criminals accountable and to keep them where they belong, behind bars, because of feckless prosecutors, weak-willed judges, and perhaps worst of all, woke, soft-on-crime legislators who lacked the political courage to do anything about it. Deputy Hilliard, age 41, was a 16-year law enforcement veteran. He was a husband and a father of three. According to the sheriff's office, he had recently transferred back to patrol upon his request. He went back to patrol. Because that's what he wanted to do, and he got killed for it by, by a guy who should have been behind bars. Armed robbery is a very violent felony. Armed robbery is the most frightening thing, if you survive it, that you could possibly go through the threat of death. Anybody that threatens death on anybody else needs to be behind bars mm-hmm. because they're a sociopath. What's to stop them from taking it a step further? Nothing, apparently. You see what happens?
0: You see One thing what happens. One thing leads to another, leads to another, and it keeps getting higher and higher in the, the brazenness right. that occurs.
1: Right. When we cheapen life down and we cheapen the penalties for, for these violent crimes, they escalate. They just keep escalating. And Now somebody had to die over it. A valuable member of society, a deputy, a sheriff's deputy, who probably helped more people in his career than anybody who would sit there and say defund the police had ever even thought about helping in their lives. Mm -hmm. This guy's been with people through some of their worst moments and gotten them through it. A very valuable member of society has been killed because of a district attorney who refused to put somebody in jail who committed a violent felony, and now he escalated it to murder. Think about the destruction that this leaves. Look at where this leads. This is a pattern. We could do this all day. We could bring you story after story after story after story of this exact same thing. I'm sick of it. So am I. I follow the rules. I know you follow the rules. I'm not a danger to anybody. Why are the uh, judges, prosecutors district attorneys, why are they not following the rules?
0: Because they're, they're, they are installed by Soros and money that's, that's, uh, they're basically, uh, corrupt.
1: Why are we catering, catering to criminals? Why are we catering to criminals? Why?
0: It's because again, it, looking at the, the 60,000 foot view alpha and I, I, I I, I can hear the frustration and the, <sighs> and the complete, exasperation in your voice about how and i feel the same way but looking at it from a systems point of view you know when you have a narrative that's portrayed by the media that we need to defund the police and it's a means to an end that all the destruction along the way is going to get them their world economic forum great reset and the green new deal because they want to control our lives. They don't they will stop at nothing to make sure that it happens. And we, you and I, people that we know, the stories that we read, and the people that are dying are casualties of this corrupt narrative. Well,
1: I look at it this way. I I believe that if somebody does something wrong and they're arrested and they go through the process and they're found guilty, or they plead guilty, what either way. Right, they're guilty mm-hmm. beyond a beyond a reasonable doubt. You're guilty. You go. You serve your time. Once you serve your time, and you serve your time, your debt's paid. Okay. Mm-hmm. You get to you get to live on probation for a little while, just to make sure that you're not gonna you know retreat back into that lifestyle. But once you serve all the process through, there is forgiveness at the end of the
0: road. Okay. Except when the system doesn't um, allow for people I, to be remorseful and to, to change their ways. The right, system I, is not is encouraging the quick and easy path.
1: I, I, I understand that, but let, let me finish. Sure. I understand that once you serve your time and you serve your sentence that's been imposed upon you by a jury, your peers, and the judge, and the guidelines that have been set forth. I get that. And you go through your probation, your parole, whatever. Mm-hmm. Once you go through that process, there is salvation at the end. You, mm-hmm. can, you can become a productive member of society. I will not hold it against you. I know a lot of people that have had felonies on their records that I'm friends with mm-hmm. that have done pretty bad things in their life, but they've changed their lives. They've served their time. They paid their debt. And now they're members of society and they're do- going along. Mm-hmm. I believe I believe in forgiveness. I believe in it mm-hmm. if you go through the process and I believe in some level of compassion and sentencing, taking circumstances into account. I believe in that. I don't think that you should just automatically lock everybody in a box and throw them away. I agree with that. I don't, I don't agree with that at all. There's gotta be some sense in some sentencing guidelines and there's gotta be some so way to What you're talking that.
0: about is mandatory sentencing and, and the criminal reform Act that President Trump have Act addressed that correct I right. Agree
1: we we have mandatory yeah. sentencing and it's not being followed. Okay, that's, that's right. another topic for another day. Right, but what I don't understand is how is it compassionate to force violent felons, people who have not paid their debt, who have not proven themselves worthy to be in normal society yet. Why is how is it compassionate forcing that on the regular people? the good people of the world. How and is that compassion? That is a crime.
0: That's right. So again, I offered earlier, and you know, I won't repeat it, I'm looking at it from a 60,000 foot view and it's a narrative and it's a way, it's a means uh, to justify the end of what the, the Democrats and the liberals are looking for. Because I know the conservatives are not looking for that, but the it's problem is- chaos.
1: It's pure is, chaos. And,
0: and it is purposeful. What I'm saying is it's purposeful, Alpha. And what you've just described, this specific incident of a deputy dedicated to, to serving others, it, is, it has unfortunately been run over by the chaos that has been endorsed by the media, by the Democrats, uh, and by George Soros and the World Economic Forum. That's yeah. my... That's my yeah,
1: de- demonizing police was such a great idea well such it. a great idea you know the same people that demonize the police are the ones that want to come for your guns mm-hmm. and they'll be the first ones to scream bloody murder when somebody breaks into their house let me tell you that's right so I- i've had enough of that well anyhow on a lighter note
0: everybody <laughs> let's talk about something for, that's for, again for, for
1: those of you out there who haven't gotten the picture yet my, my good friend bravo here is absolutely obsessed <laughs> and has been forever
2: since you know me since,
1: 77 since, since forever since, yeah. since since jesus wore short pants <laughs> you've been obsessed with with you know star wars and 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 that whole thing so why don't you go ahead and
0: i want to i wanted to bring a, to attention everyone about a recent uh the politics has entered star wars and and as as alpha just eloquently described i'm a huge star wars fan i've loved the the whole lore i like the the story the hero's journey and luke skywalker and it, it was a place that my dad took me to when i was young and it's just one of those moments that i'll never forget and the movies that followed my dad took me to and it's just it's just one of those things that has very fond memories and i have very uh, I've, I've been a collector and once uh once we got to the to the point when uh george lucas uh sold his rights to disney uh unfortunately disney had sold him a bill of goods and they have a narrative and they had a uh, an agenda in mind and uh the recent uh anyone who has disney plus or a lot of people have gotten rid of disney because of their stance on on uh all kinds of things in terms of uh um indoctrination of kids and and stop calling you know boys and girls they can on people it's just it's just not it woke wokeness is destroying star wars that's really what it comes down to and the person in charge of this uh, that was made in charge it was kathleen kennedy who basically is a snake snake oil salesperson. person uh, she really uh had a, a had her own agenda in mind she wanted the force to be female and she she wants everything to be woke and everything is a virtue signal and the people that she puts in place um and i'm not talking about other series uh that are run by dan oh uh, excuse me dave Filoni and john favreau who do the mandalorian and the bad batch and cartoons and that's a whole different story but this wor- the recent obi-wan Ken- kenobi series uh, in the classics, uh, the picture we show you, Darth Vader versus Obi Wan, they basically threw the, the the story out in order to p- to portray their own uh, narrative, and that uh, that that they want to make they want to make uh, the Force basically not what I'm what I'm used to. And there's something about tradition, and they want to they want to make it make it their own, and you know. There, there's consequences to that. Uh, Star Wars is is not. uh, People are just turning their backs on it. They're not. They're not. They don't like the series. They're letting their voices known. Uh, But instead of Disney embracing the fact that they made a mistake, and all those setups and those those decisions that they made, they started blaming uh, what we call the fandom menace. That's me. The people that uh, are into Star Wars and, and know the canon. And I can. We can do a whole story, and Alpha would be bored to tears. Um, but uh, we could do a whole whole story on the the the, the way Star Wars is, has has uh, come up and and what what's turned into. But what they've done instead is they've blamed they blamed us, and they're calling us racists, and they're saying that because the the person that is in, is the main antagonist which should have been Darth Vader. We all know Darth Vader is no one to be messed with. Well, Darth Vader's been wussified and wokeified So is Obi-Wan. They made him look like um like Luke Skywalker in the the series that Disney did for movies. So basically what ended up happening was uh the president of streaming, uh last name Cook, I believe, was fired by the board CEO Iger, and um, it's interesting Iger has three months before his contract needs to be renewed so i'm wondering if there's some political motivation there long story short when they take something that's um part of american history and means a lot to other people and they try changing it to fit their narrative uh disney loses in the end and uh, so do all of us star wars fans so rest in peace star wars
1: well, I would say that there's a natural evolution to everything, but when you start bringing politics into a story, where mm. you know it's the it was the classic fight, you know, where where I'll where I'll go with you down this road a little mm. bit, and you and I, you know, look, I, I liked the, I I liked that the the originals, you know, for what they were, right? Mm-hmm. Um, entertainment. Yeah, it
0: was it's just entertainment. entertainment.
1: It was entertainment, yep. and it was it was really neat. It was groundbreaking stuff, and it was really a cool story, and. And it was, it was neat. It was the classic good versus evil, big guy versus little guy, you Mm -hmm. know, faith in the world versus, you know, pessimism versus, you know, it was, it was the classic battle, right? Good versus evil. It was good versus evil. Okay. And now apparently from what you're telling me and I don't follow it because I, I just don't, (laughs) they've, they've just really blurred those lines.
0: Yeah, and those it, of you it, out there in the in the in our audience who are big Star Wars fans like me, let me know what you think. Big,
1: uh, big isn't big isn't the word. Big, big yeah. isn't the word. You're yeah, you're you're into it. You've got all the stuff there.
0: I got the toys, the Legos. The oh one.
1: God, yep. yeah. I wish I wish I had all the toys from when I was a kid still in the box. that would be worth a few bucks, huh? Uh
0: yeah. I I still won't sell it. I have the whole Star Wars collection. I'm not getting rid of it. My <laughs> wife wants me to, but that's another story. Anyway. <laughs> and on that note
1: <laughs> on that note you know listen you know just be careful about what you watch and what you subject yourself to i guess i, I just, or have an
0: understanding of where it's going i mean i i kind of pride myself on the fact i'm watching this series i'm like oh come on this is not how it's supposed to be i could write something better and i could
1: you probably yeah. could you probably could hey everybody out there thank you very much for listening to us and uh you know, we'll uh, we'll try to bring you some more content as things loosen up here a little bit with schedules, but uh, it's been a busy, busy couple of weeks. Anyhow, everybody, thank you very much for joining us and, and giving us, uh, a, you know, an hour of your time. Make sure to catch us on Rumble and 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 your favorite podcast outlet. Give us a thumbs up. Give us a Rumble. Share us. Like us. Subscribe if you have just bumped into us for the first time. We'd appreciate it. And uh, we'd like to thank our soldiers, sailors, and airmen and our police, fire, EMS, and our uh, healthcare workers for uh, standing behind us 24 seven 365. We really appreciate it. Uh, make sure to uh, have a good day and be kind to each other. Okay. Amen. The world's the world's a tough enough place. Just try to try to be nice to people. People are going through a tough time right now.
0: Yes, they are.
1: And if you haven't uh, and if you haven't seen it, go out and uh, go watch Two Thousand Mules. Okay. So yep. and on that note, everybody make it a great week. Okay. Take care
0: again thanks for listening this is the end of our signal 50 transmission